your heating system you want someone who will be there right away visit burkhardt at acpromise.com acpromise.com and tell them eric sent you Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 106.1 FM Nash Icon is where we are on the radio dial. I'm taking you home each and every week, the afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, free downloads for you on your smartphone or tablet. You can take the show with you anywhere. Also, you can catch the podcast on those apps. Uh, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms, so check that out. Uh, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher or Eric Asher. You should be able to find that on your favorite podcasting platform. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Also, um, if you need to contact me, uh, you can contact me via email, eric at ericasher.com. Uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, 
I'll have your guest by tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, 1 p.m. Uh, with our live broadcast, also live streaming on the WLATV YouTube page. 6 p.m. is our first rebroadcast on LAE. 10 p.m. on the Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Also, again, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon. So, uh, again, a lot of ways to catch the program. And I'll have the uh, guests set for you by, by tomorrow. All right, um, on today's program, I'm going to be joined by Larry Holder at 435, a little bit earlier than he normally is on a, on a Monday, but he'll be joining us at 435 today. And then we'll be joined by Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights at uh, 535. Uh, Ali usually joins us on a Tuesday or a Thursday. I'm bringing him in a little early today because there's something to really talk about uh, with the Pels, but there's a lot to get into. First of all, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Camaro. Uh, Alvin Kamara arrested yesterday in Vegas uh, for battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Uh, he has sub- subsequently again posted bail and been released. Um, the Saints have concluded their coaching interviews. Uh, they're the last uh, job standing right now as far as the NFL goes. And, of course, after 1-12 uh, uh, season start for the Pelicans, they're now in the 10th spot uh, in the NBA playoffs. So they're in the playoff game, um, playoff uh, tournament, pardon me, uh, 21 and 32 uh, right now after winning three in a row. So again, uh, congratulations to the Pelicans. And of course, we're going to touch on crime. Uh, another uh, situation uh, where we find out that the criminal justice system has let down the people of the city of New Orleans uh, with, again, the situation with the carjacking and dragging of a woman at the Costco last week, finding out that the individual that, um, that did this, it's not, not the first time, uh, that, that he's been involved in this type of situation. Uh, as a matter of fact, was out on bail on, on another charge and, uh, and had, a, had a, 70, a 701 release on, on a previous charge. So we'll get into that and how that is affecting us here in the city of New Orleans uh, before the show ends today. But we'll start off with Alvin Kamara and, and the situation there. And there's a, the, again, the, the latest uh, uh, comes from Mike Trippett of ESPN, who was able to get the latest um, information on what happened in Las Vegas on, uh, I guess it was Sunday morning. Uh, And and I'm going to read from Mike's uh, story because Mike did a great job in breaking it down. Video surveillance shows Saints running back Alvin Kamara punching a man approximately eight times before Kamara's associates proceeded to stomp on him several more times on the ground in the Las Vegas casino on on Saturday morning. Uh, That's according to police report from Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department. Kamara was later, later taken into custody inside of, again, Las Vegas' Alliance Stadium on Sunday evening after he played the Pro Bowl. He was interviewed by police and then arrested and charged with battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. He was booked in the Clark County Detention Center. Kamara was released after posting bail late Sunday night. Uh, the man who, uh, who was knocked unconscious suffered an orbital fracture in his right eye, uh, to his right eye, pardon me, among other injuries, according to the police report. Police also said video surveillance matched the man's account. Uh, the man started what was said he started a conversation with one of the members of the group uh, while waiting for an elevator when he was leaving uh, the Cromwell Casino at Dreas after Dark Club uh, on South Las Vegas Boulevard at approximately 6.30 a.m. local time. When the elevator doors opened, a man, the man started to walk toward the elevator uh, along with a large party, but the man was later identified as Kamara put his hand on the victim's chest to stop him. The man then uh, was pushed by Kamara. Uh, then the man pushed Kamara's hand off his chest. Kamara pushed back hard enough to cause the man to stumble back. Uh, afterward, the man recalled being hit and kicked by multiple people and losing consciousness. According to video surveillance, the man was speaking to a woman uh, before the events occurred as the, he described. Uh, 
After Kamara pushed the man, one of the Kamara's associates punched him in the face. Then Kamara lunged forward toward the man, punching him approximately eight times, including three times after the man had fallen to the ground. Uh, three others from Kamara's group began stomping the man in the face, chest, and legs. One of Kamara's associates stopped, stomped him approximately 16 times, according to the police report. The incident broke up once security arrived, and Kamara and his party were escorted off the property. Kamara was later identified through video and eyewitness accounts, but uh, he had also used his ID and credit card while at the casino. Police met him inside the stadium after Sunday's game and read him his Miranda rights before interviewing him. Uh, Kamara told police he was with his girlfriend, his assistant, and a couple friends. Kamara said that one, the man called one of his friends ugly while he was waiting for the elevator and then later said, I'm going to whip your ass too. Kamara said uh, he fought back, uh, he, wait, said, a, said a fight broke out uh, uh, next to him, and he saw the man get punched. And uh, when he asked why he punched the man, Kamara indicated that he thought the man was running away and had done something to his group, so he chased him and punched him several times. Now, the police report notes that the video disputes Kamara's account and shows the man was not running away, and that Kamara, initially, uh, uh, Kamara is now initially scheduled to have a court appearance on Monday afternoon. He is also in due, due in back in court on March the 8th. Uh, neither he, the Saints, or anyone representing Kamara has made any public statements on the incident yet. Of course, uh, Kamara did play in yesterday's Pro Bowl, uh, and he caught uh, four passes for 23 yards for the NFC team. Um, he's been selected to the Pro Bowl five, uh, five since his last five seasons and was named Offensive Rookie of the Year in 2017. That is from Mike Trippett of ESPN, uh, an account of what happened with Alvin Kamara in Las Vegas uh, early Saturday morning. Uh, so, you know, here we are. Uh, first of all, Kamara knows better, okay? Let's just, let's, okay, he knows better. Um, he has an entourage with him, okay? Let them handle any, any issues. Okay, he is a professional athlete. Uh, he is known. Uh, he also knows the consequence of his actions. Uh, in this case and other cases, uh, we've seen, again, famous people uh, that get involved and maybe they're baited, whatever it is at this point. Uh, but this is one of those things where, again, if it happens in Vegas, it doesn't stay in Vegas or anywhere else by that matter today. Because, again, first of all, you're in a casino with so many cameras. So that's going to tell you right then and there it's going to be on camera. Uh, then, again, everyone is carrying a camera in their pocket or pocketbook. So when something happens, everybody's opening up the camera. So from Kamara's standpoint, you just gotta, you got to be able to keep your head here, no matter what's going on. And look, so the, the, the victim called, uh, call, uh, of the assault called someone ugly. I mean, is this a schoolyard at this point? Who cares if the individual called someone ugly at that point, all right? Um, the, 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 the whip your ass thing, you know, you know that's, that, that's, that's big talk. Right at that point, is it worth the consequences that Alvin Kamara's got to deal with now? And of course, the consequences the Saints will have to deal with with not having Kamara because of a possible suspension and fine. Okay, call security. Believe me, if Alvin Kamara's calling security, they're not throwing Alvin Kamara out, they're throwing the nobody out. Okay, they're not throwing Kamara out at that point. Now, now, where, where is he at this point? Well, again, he's gonna have a civil lawsuit against him. There's video evidence of showing exactly what happened. Okay, possible jail time, although, again, because he's really probably never been in trouble, it'll be nothing more than, again, probably have to pay a fine and community service. But still, that's, he's going to have to do that, right? But then he's probably going to get suspended by the NFL. Is it one game? Is it two games? Is it four games? Okay, suspended and fine. Why? For something that some drunk said, that they called someone ugly? Is it really worth it? 
Look, we've all been in these situations, right? Especially again, and you know, look, he's still a young man, okay? He's in his 20s. And we've all been in these situations. And maybe there was a time in my lifetime where, again, I would have reacted like Alvin Kamara would have. But it's a different world we live in today. You know, thankfully, they were in a casino and, and not in a, in a casino that had a club in it and not maybe just in a, in, in a club, right, where there could have been firearms. Or, again, somebody could have went out and got a firearm. This could have escalated into something much worse. I mean, we live in a different world today, ladies and gentlemen. You and I both know this. You know, it used to be able, again, uh, you get into a fight, you know, you swing it out, you move on, your friends, whatever, okay? Maybe, again, you get into a fight outside of a ballroom, it is what it is, and then you move on. You know, now you've got to worry about weapons, now you've got to worry about retaliation. I mean, there's so many things you've got to worry about in today's world right now that maybe you didn't have to worry about 20, 25, 30, 40 years ago. That's different today. It's just a different world we live in. And for Kamara, who is, again, a public figure, especially in a place like Vegas, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, the entourage has got to protect him, and he's got to be smarter than this. Just for Alvin Kamara. And look, Alvin Kamara is beloved in this town. And there are some people who are saying right now, well, look, man, if somebody calls my wife so ugly, I'm going you know, to, really? Today. So somebody calls your wife ugly today, you're willing to get into a scrap over it. Okay, well, with everything that's going on in our world today, with, again, where people will shoot first and ask questions later, that's what you're willing to do. I mean, it just shows the immaturity of the situation, in my opinion. So that and the fact that, again, what Kamara's saying is, is not what happened in, ter- in terms of, again, the video evidence. So very, very frustrating. Everything that's going on, with again, within the Saints world right now, the turmoil of, of losing Sean Payton, trying to find another head coach, trying to keep the culture together, trying to figure out what you're going to do going forward, and you got a guy that is considered a leader and a good guy in the locker room and a good guy in the city – now he's in this issue here. So very, very frustrating, man. Very frustrating. Look, and look, I've been where he, wa- where he was at, and maybe as a younger man I would have reacted like him, but again, I was a younger man at a different time. And I tell my son this all the time. I mean, again, you, can, you cannot react to these things today because if you react to, to, again, something stupid like that, like something you hear on a playground, then there's a chance that, again, you can end up in jail, you can end up in the hospital, you can end up dead. And, and none of those three choices are a good choice. Kamara should have been smarter. Period. The end. Should have been smarter. Turning to some really good news, it's about the Pelicans. And look, I've, I've talked about this over the last few weeks as well. It's a different team, man. It's a different. You're starting to see more and more players contribute, especially young players, right? You know, Jackson Hayes got moved to the four, and Eureka, the kid, can play basketball. I've been saying this over and over again. He's too talented to try to trade off. And now that he seems, again, to have found a, again, a, a niche in, in, when it comes to the four, he's playing his best basketball. Herb Jones has been a fine for this team, right? Coming out of Alabama as a second-round pick, nobody thought this guy was going to be who he is right now. Yeah, he's a coach's kid. All the, we can talk about all, the, all those things. I didn't think it. I watched him in Alabama. I, didn't, I thought he was going to be a guy that was going to be the centerpiece of the Birmingham G League coming from Alabama. Nobody thought he was going to be a defender, and nobody thought that he would be shooting at the clip he's shooting right now. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, another guy that has taken some time to get himself you know, acclimated on what he's going to do in the, in the NBA. Remember, both Hayes and Walker have had three coaches in three years. That's tough on a young player, especially when you've had only a couple of years of college like Nard has or one year of college like Jackson Hayes had. 
Look, even Trey Murphy, with four years in Virginia, an ability to shoot the basketball, he has. It's been a, it's been a, um, a, a trial period for him. In terms of again getting acclimated to the NBA, that's why I've been saying all along the last few weeks there is no way I'm giving up on the young players. Most teams, when you look at this, this right now, starting one and twelve, they would have tanked. This team, this team has come together and playing together under Willie Green. Okay, they 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 respect Green, and they're playing for Willie Green. They've clawed their way back through injury, and they've gotten better. And I'll say it again. I go back. Yes, you can talk about the vets, and we will in a second. But it goes back to again the maturation process of the younger players: Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado. Who uh, I gotta be honest with you, when when they showed him on the D League as a two-way player. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, the G League and a two-way player. I'm thinking, there's no way this guy's getting any playing time. Are you kidding me? He's been a spark plug for this team, man. Again, getting an opportunity to play. It almost reminds you a little bit of what Sean Payton did when he came to New Orleans, right? doesn't matter how you got here, but if you can play, you're going to get on the court. And that's what it feels like for this Pelican team under, under Willie Green. So, I, again, you gotta, you got you to gotta love what you're getting out of the younger players, but I guess also, again, contributors like, Ingram and Hart and, and, and Valanchunas, all three, again, have, have been big in terms of, again, what they've been doing as, as veterans on the floor. Credit Willie Green and his coaching staff, but the credit, also credit the players who worked on their games, okay? And, and there's a buy-in here. There's a buy-in on what Green is selling, something we did not see with Alvin Gentry, something we did not see with Stan Van Gundy. Now, I'm on the record for a while now of saying that there's no way Griff should make a deal by the Thursday trading, trading deadline that includes Jackson Hayes, Herb Jones, Nicole Alexander-Walker, or even, even Trey Murphy. If they want to trade, use the draft picks. They want to make a trade, use the draft picks from the Bucks, uh, for the Bucks trade for Drew Holiday and the Anthony Davis trade to the Los Angeles Lakers. If you want to throw in somebody, you can throw in maybe a Sato, uh, a, a Temple, maybe a Deontay Graham, although I'd hate to lose him. Uh, but again, if you're bringing in a shooting guard, you may have to give up a guy like Deontay Graham. Look, I will also say this. I know people are down on, on, on Garrett Temple because of on the floor, but make no mistake, he's an influence on these young players, okay? You see it. You see him talking to the players when they come to the bench. You see him talking to the players, you know, at, at, at timeouts. Um, again, he's a leader in that locker room. He's a mentor to the young players. Now, you have to give up something to get something, right? So maybe there's a trade-off that needs to be made. But, again, when you look at what Temple brings to the, to the table, he may not be doing great on the floor. But, again, off the floor, he's a glue guy for this team. So think about this right now. Think about where they are and what they're doing. This team started 1-12. and Now they've, they've lost Ingram for games. They've lost uh, uh, Hart for games. They've, they've obviously lost Valanciunas for games. Through all of this, they have come back now to be able to take over the 10th seed uh, and, again, the, the bottom seed in terms of the playoff game, the playoff tournament, pardon me. They've steadily moved up the standings without Zion Williamson. That's another part of this. Team was built around Zion, okay? Now, if he comes back, maybe that, that helps their chance of getting out of maybe the play-in tournament into, again, the legitimate playoff where you don't have to play in. Maybe not. Maybe him coming in could disrupt everything because, as I mentioned before, he's ball-dominant. 
So everything you've been doing now that now you're in this groove of everybody has their role, that may change. It doesn't, doesn't may. That changes when Zion comes on the floor. There's no doubt about that. But he's an incredible talent. So, again, there's a transition period. Do, do, do they drop off if ultimately he comes in, or do they, or do they get even better? I, I don't know if anybody can answer that question. On paper, you say they get better. But, again, as I mentioned, ball dominant. So, to me, it's no sweat either way. Look, you've proven something, the fact that you've been able to get into the, to the, to the 10th seed at this point, and you've worked your way from 1 and 12. So I would not give up young players. Um, they're young. They're inexpensive uh, in terms of the salary cap, and there's upside here, real upside on these players. You drafted them. You need to allow them to grow. I would hate to see um, Alexander Walker or Hayes or, or Jones or Murphy with another team where they come into their own and you're saying to yourself, well, man, the Pels had that guy, uh, but, you know, they traded for such and such, and he lasted two years, and, and those guys are now in, in the 10th year of their career. I think you have to, be, have, to have to hesitate before you, again, make a knee-jerk reaction on, on the trading deadline. And I want to see the team get better. But, again, there's a reason why you have those first and second round picks. You have a trade exception. There's ways to maneuver this around without having to give up the core of the team in order, in order to bring in a player, one player. And will that one player put you over the top? Is that one player going to win an NBA championship for you this year? No, he's not. So I'd rather see this team continue to grow with the young players they have under Willie Green because he's done a great job thus far. And if you can add a player and it's not going to cost you, again, the core of your, your, of your team, especially the young core, well, then maybe you make a move. But I would not disrupt the chemistry of this team right now because they're playing that well. And now, again, look, NBA's fickle, right? I mean, we could get into another two weeks from now. There could be some injuries, and they could be in a, in, a, in a nosedive. It is what it is. You roll the dice. But what looked like, again, that you needed to and you desperately needed to add a player at the trading deadline earlier, it, it looks less now only because, again, the players that you have on the roster are playing much better. And there's an upside to those players. And do you really want to give up on young players at this point? Do you want to give up on Josh Hart? I don't. I mean, who wants to see Josh Hart in another uniform? It's heart and soul of this team. I mean, there's just certain things right now that are really working for this team that, again, I'd rather not see them break this up. You're going to use draft picks to bring in another player? I got no problem with it. You want to you you get rid of the bottom of the roster? Okay, I got no issue with that. But I'm surely not going to gonna touch the top 8 to 10 on this team with, again, most of those players being young players with, again, still time to grow. All right, um, a little bit later, we're going to talk about the Saints coaching search. Uh, we'll do that also with Larry Holder of The Athletic uh, when, when he joins us at 435. Also, we're going to talk about crime in the city. We'll get into that in the second hour. Uh, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. doesn't matter where you live. they got 15 trucks in the field that are strategically set up for you uh, all over the metropolitan area to make sure they can get to you quickly. And, of course, what they've done with that 30-minute courtesy call, it's now, again, being copied by other companies. Because, look, Burkhart, for years and years and years, have known that your, your, your time is valuable. And nothing frustrates someone, as, again, having to take off a day at work or giving up a, a vacation day to have to wait on the AC guy to show up or the cable guy. Or it doesn't matter who it is at this point. Okay? Repairman. Okay? That's, that's precious time that you earned. 
So the 30-minute courtesy calls allows you to be able to do uh, the, the, uh, do chores, uh, do, do things that you need to do, stay at work if, you, if necessary, and then they'll give you that call and let you know that, that their technicians are on the way. That gives you time to get home to meet the technician. And when they're there, only doing the work that's necessary. Nate certified technicians that, again, are experts when it comes to air conditioning system, heating systems, generators, you name it, they're, they're, they're the experts. And they will never cheat you, never gouge you. And that's the main thing. The peace of mind of knowing that when Burkhardt comes to my home to repair my, my, my unit, that they're not going to come up with some part, uh, obscure part that needs to be changed out that doesn't need to be. Again, explaining everything to you uh, in, in, in um, terms that you can understand because I don't know the inner workings of my AC system. Maybe you do. I don't. So I need a company I can trust. You can trust Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. Now get 20% off custom printed signs, banners, and posters when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 226. See staples.com slash signage for details. Staples, the working and learning store. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are steady if you're traveling along 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound delays are steady from St. Bernard to Canal. Also look out for delays if you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge and delays on the 310 on the southbound side from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. 
For heating this year, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. The uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to mako.com to book your appointment today. Hey folks, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire. If you're looking for a set of tires for your vehicle, no matter what your vehicle you drive, they have wheels and tires up to 30 inches and finances available. Uh, that's right, you can finance it over time. Also, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area is something for everyone's budget. Uh, if you are looking for a mechanic shop that you can trust, uh, look, there's a reason why the Piazza family has been around since 1972. You don't have a mechanic shop in this town if you're gouging and cheating people or you're not doing the right work. Uh, you can't stay around that long. They've been around since 1972, I'm telling you. Uh, again, they'll take care of your vehicle like their own. ASC, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, uh, and truly a company you can trust. Uh, if you have damaged rims, they can repair those rims for you, make them good as new. Why throw them into the junkyard when you put money out for those rims, okay? Get, get them repaired, get them back up and running for you, good as new. It's really a one-stop shop for all your vehicle needs. Uh, owned by the Piazza family since 1972, that's um, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number, and you go to southerntire.com, check out all the services they provide for their customers, including a diagnostic page that may help you troubleshoot what's going on with your engine, what's going on with your vehicle. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program each and every week uh, from The Athletic, New Orleans' own Larry Holder joins us on the show. Larry, how, you got him? Oh, it's ringing? Okay. Um, anyway, we'll talk to Larry about what's going on with the Camaro situation. Uh, I want to thank uh, I want to thank uh, Mike Triplett for his uh, his great in-depth article on what happened. Of course, we'll talk about the Saints uh, and their um, coaching search. And then uh, we'll also get into maybe, again, maybe a look at the quarterback position as well. But joining us on the program uh, from the Athletic New Orleans' own Larry Holder joins us on the program. Larry, how are you? I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing good, bud. I know it's been a busy day trying to run down this Camara stuff. Um, uh, what can you tell us that maybe, again, the, the average listener would not know as of this point? What have you been able to run down? Well, I think we got some details once the police report became public uh, a couple hours ago. And uh, look, it, it's, uh, it's, it seems, of course, all of this is allegedly. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure how much. I'm, I'm sure you went into detail already on your show. but uh, I did. Just, yeah. And, and so it, it's, uh, it's basically, uh, you know, there was a, a fight that broke out uh, in, in, uh, in the, I guess, Late night, early morning, depend on your perspective, um, in, uh, in, in Las Vegas at a hotel casino. And uh, Kamara is alleged to have punched a man eight times, and then his associates also punched and kicked the man, and he was unconscious. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I was never, I didn't want to jump to conclusions because, you know, you saw it last night and you don't have any details. And then you see, well, there's video evidence of this. And mm -hmm. uh, this is something that we know when there's video evidence and the NFL actually sees video evidence, uh, they're quick to strike. And I mean, I'm, I'm not even talking about his legal problems, which he could, right. uh, you know, technically he could serve jail time. I don't know if that will happen. You know, he could plead down and, 
maybe he pays restitution and such, uh, you know, but still. Does, does community you know, service. Right, right. But still, um, uh, this will be something that uh, will affect the Saints in 2022. I mean, there's, no, there's no doubt about it. No getting around no. this one. I mean, this nope. isn't, and, and this is different. And I'm actually writing, you know, I'm writing a column on it now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is different from Marshawn Lattimore. Look, Matt Lattimore uh, was able to kind of plead down, and uh, we were uh, wondering how his status is going to be, and the NFL didn't suspend him. But, uh, uh, it, you know, once video, the video is actually played, uh, and people see it, and so, I mean, there's no denying this. And so, uh, you know, it's, uh, like I said, Kamara's, uh, you know, his his NFL status might <laughs> that might be the least of his worries because I mean this is he, look he's going to be in trouble legally I mean there's, there's no getting around that either. It's, it's battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. Now, being a famous person in Vegas, more than likely, again, with, with the right attorney, he's going to get a chance to maybe, from, from a legal standpoint, maybe plead this down, maybe get some community service, pay a fine. But ultimately, on the civil side, he's going to be, he's going to be liable for, again, having to pay this guy off. And then, then, then the flip side, uh, and again, letting his team down uh, at a crossroads. <laughs> when you start talking about the organization, losing the head coach, He's going to be suspended for at least at least maybe one, two, maybe four games before it's all said and done, based on again the video evidence and what's out there. You mentioned NFL's going to strike quickly, and it happened at an all NFL event. They were at the Pro Bowl. I mean, mm-hmm. come on! I don't. Th- I, and Alvin Kamara was arrested at the stadium. I yep. mean, that's that is just a, it's a black eye for the league. I mean, it, it's you know it's. It's happened right under at their event, uh, you know, uh, in, right in their in their venue in their face. And so I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I would suspect Mara is going to miss time. Now I don't know how much time, uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, I mean, I would, <laughs> I, I would just go safe to say a month. You know, that would be me. Yeah, uh, but, one to four uh, at least. You know it, right? And and, 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 and uh, we haven't seen the video yet. If the video looks right. as bad as what it's been described, oh, it's right. not going to help and, the situation at all. Like that. Yeah, here's the thing. You're in Las Vegas. There's cameras everywhere. I mean, everywhere. if you do this, you're going to get caught. Like I, uh, I'll give you a preview to my column. I'm basically using some alliteration. Uh, uh, 4Ds. I'm using disappointment, uh, disturbing, dangerous, and dumb. Like you can make right. arguments for all of those. Oh. Uh, because, you know, it, it's. Uh, I, I'll be frank. I don't. I haven't. I don't have like a great. You know, rapport with Kamara. Uh, you know, it's I, I have a, a tighter relationship with other players throughout the years. Right. But just my impression of him was that, you know, he he doesn't seem like he would be involved in something like this, I agree. which is disappointing. I think that right. makes it makes this disappointing uh, because he's the face of the team. Uh, likable guy, uh, you know, you never really heard anything publicly. I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I haven't even heard anything kind of behind the scenes of anything with him. And I think it's just disappointing to see when people lean on him. And, you know, he's, he's like I said, you, you'd probably say him and Cam Jordan are the two faces of the team mm-hmm. uh, this past year. And Kamara maybe even more just because he's a big-time offensive weapon and he's even used in, like, league-wide commercials and such. So, you know, all these things, you could talk legalities and you could talk uh, just being the circumstances. But I think it's more disappointing because people uh, think really highly of Kamara. And he's kind of built up, you know, good rapport uh, just just around, uh, you know, around this city and around the team. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, first of all, he's beloved in this city. OK, 
Um, his personality is one that, that again, uh, attracts a lot of people to him. And he's taken on a leadership role. If you look at him over the last couple of years, especially since Breeze has moved on, he has taken a leadership role on this team. Um, look, it's hard to say what happens in the wee hours of the morning again, what was all, you know, everything went down. But, man, I'm telling you right now, you're, you're a famous person. Uh, you know, security is there. Who's security going to side with? The, the Joe Blow or Alvin Kamara? More than likely, Joe Blow's getting kicked out of the out of the uh, out of the casino. Okay, or going to be asked to move on. I just and in today's age, where I mentioned earlier, where again most people are settling things with guns and not with fists anymore, just taking a, a, an awful chance, no matter who you are, much less an Alvin Kamara, to get into that type of altercation. Yeah, that was my dangerous part of that. Like you don't know what could have happened. Like. Uh, so he, uh, what if, what if, uh, you know, one of what he lands one punch, the guy falls down, cracks his head open, the guy dies, or right. someone, someone there does something, or someone hits Kamara and he's knocked out, and like that's the thing. That's the to me the dangerous part uh, of where my argument's coming from. I mean, you put yourself in the position to where. Look, I mean, you know, look, obviously we live in a dangerous city, but, you know, crazy things could happen in Vegas. And, yep. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's to me, it's it's part of, you know, it's part of my kind of my uh, <laughs> my superfecta uh, of points with this that, it, I mean, he could have really gotten, uh, you know, in for like physical harm. So that right. that it, it just you add it all up and you're just like, man, it, I think it's. It's kind of a gut punch uh, to some uh, to, to people here in New Orleans and Saints fans. It, it definitely is. There's no doubt about that. Uh, we'll find out what happens with him down the line. What we're, we're also asking is, again, who will be the next coach of the New Orleans Saints? This is about as thorough of a process that I've seen uh, with any team in terms, of, in terms of, again, going and doing your due diligence when you know you might have your candidate in-house. So I give them a lot of credit there. I keep hearing Loomis has not picked a coach since 2006, but yet – you know he may not he may not have been involved uh, may not have led the interviews on the Pelican side, but he's been involved in interviews before. These interviews somewhere between six and eight hours they're exhausting. Okay, you got to be in there again looking really deep at these candidates. So they got to have a good feel for who they want if it fits what they're looking for. Now the question is again how long does it take them to make a decision and then who makes the decision? Is it a Lausham, Mrs. Benson, Loomis making the decision? Is Loomis making this decision on his own? Uh, you know, how do you think what do you think is going on behind the scenes right now? Well, I do yeah, I do think that they wanted to be thorough in the sense that they if they haven't had to interview a coach in umpteen million years seemingly. So I think they wanted to do it and I do think that you know, people act Look, they had a good pool of candidates. Like, I feel like they had a better pool of candidates I agree. than some other teams. Me too. This is this is actually a desirable, more desirable job. So uh, you would, you know, it, it makes sense. Now the timing might have been rough just because you know other teams were ahead of the game, but still, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, that they wanted to make sure they did this right. And even though you and me and I'd say the majority of the public understand Dennis Allen. Uh, will likely be the next head coach. Uh, but still, they did not want to kind of miss this opportunity because what if something crazy happens and Dennis is gone in a couple of years and maybe you want to hire one of these other people? Like, you you know, you want to know what you're getting into. And, right. uh, and, and then you say ultimately where the decision comes down. And like, I think that the organization has the ultimate trust in Nicky Loomis. So I think he, I mean, his voice, I, I could tell you, it's not like, 
uh, Gail Benson and Dennis Lausch sitting and down doing X's and O's. I mean, that doesn't happen. Even I've even been in places where uh, Dennis, uh, I'll, I'll ask him like just a, a innocuous football question. He's like, Larry, you know me. I don't, I'm not, don't talk to me about the actual like game. <laughs> he, 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 he does the man, the books and, and makes right. the, the business acquisitions. And so, uh, I think it's, uh, I think, uh, Mickey, if she says, Hey, I like this guy, they're going to go with this guy. And look, it's not like he's not like he's missed lately. So <laughs> at least on the no. side. So, uh, yeah, I, for me, I think it's uh, it's Mickey, and people will get on board with what Mickey wants. Okay, Peterson got a job with Jacksonville, Flores, uh, Aaron Glenn, uh, Allen, Rizzi, Bienemy. You still still think it's Allen? I still think it's Allen. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, look, Flores. I mean, sheesh. Uh, that's uh, I think that ship has sailed for right this second. Um, mm-hmm. And here's the thing, though, I. I would look at it if, say, Dennis Allen wasn't part of the equation. So, like, I've tried to take him out of this. Right. And, uh, you know, I would have – I don't know if they would have been totally wrong with any of the guys, other people that they interviewed. Like, that's where I, I am. I thought it was so a quality cast of candidates. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. It, it, then you go think back on the candidates that they interviewed when Sean Payton got the job. None of those guys were ever NFL head coaches after that again. I mean, Mike Sherman was before, but none of those guys were ever NFL head coaches. So the pool was different with this, with this group. And it helps that they knew Aaron Glenn. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they, I know they see him as a future head coach somewhere. You know, he's not that removed from the game. So hopefully right. uh, that he can get an opportunity um, to, to be a head coach and, Hopefully Detroit doesn't lack him down <laughs> so, yeah. no, for, for his sake because I know he's a very good coach. Um, but I think any of I, – I, I, I would have think it would have just kind of been toss in the air and see what happens uh, if, if Dennis Allen wasn't in the mix. But, you know, you and me agree that Dennis Allen, to be, uh, most qualified candidate, deserves the job. He, like there are, there are so many pros to this. And then, you know, I'm – I'm like pre-writing a Dennis Allen column. Like I've done the research and, and gone yes. back and and looked at what some of my writers, our writers at the Athletic, were writing. Uh, you know the the uh, Oakland, San Francisco-based writers uh, because we have two of them uh, from from uh, uh, the San Jose Mercury News used to work there, and of course the right. San Francisco Chronicle. And so I got to go reread what they were writing about Dennis Allen, and they didn't put the failures on him his coaching failures uh, as a head mm-hmm. coach. So that, that to me is like the only argument that That's people, positive. especially outside of here, that they do not yeah. put it on Dennis. They're like, look, he actually changed the culture, but they had just like a dumpster of, of bad players and uh, just poor management with the cap and such that he didn't really even have, have a chance while he was there. Yeah. Well, you look, and also look, there's no doubt that, that again, Peyton instilled the culture, Peyton developed the culture, but it was instilled by Breeze and then passed on to these captains, you know, again, now, now to, again, the, the players that are here now. The players policed themselves in, 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 this, in this locker room. 
You know, they're the ones that, again, make sure that, again, players are doing the right thing. Uh, you, coaches can do it to a point, but players have to take over. That's been the beautiful thing about how Peyton has, has run this thing during his 16-year tenure here. He left it again to the players in a lot of cases to police themselves. Now, look, the fact that he came in, that it didn't matter, again, how you got here, but once you got here, you had a fair shot of being able to play. Everybody felt that like they were on an even playing field. Uh, from what we understand, he was honest with his players all the time. Yes, he could be hot-headed at times, but, uh, again, he was honest with, 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 uh, with, with, again, where they were and what they were doing. And then the other part of it was, he was a motivator, man. Now, we don't know what Dennis Allen is. Uh, Dennis Allen is not going to be Sean Payton. He's going to put his own stamp on it. If ultimately he's the one that's hired, it'll be interesting to see again how, how much he differs from Payton, if he can move out from Payton's shadow if, 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 if um, ultimately hired. But I think the culture thing is going to be something that the players are going to have to keep going here. Right, but and it's also, though, that the players know and trust Dennis Allen, like True. people in the locker room. So that's a big advantage from any coaching search that you have, like it's a huge advantage. And so uh, that, like I said, this, this one is different than all the others uh, because it's not like the Saints want to change what's going on with that. They yeah. just, they knew this would be a tough year. Now they got to bounce back and be better and, and kind of rebuild a little bit. And so it's different. And then it's funny. I went back uh, again, doing some research on uh, my eventual Dennis Allen column. That's going to run when right. he's hired. Um, I went and looked back when they brought him back and they coached, they put him with Rob Ryan and he was kind of the overseer. And it was funny. One of the quotes he said, uh, basically insinuating to the media, he's, he's like, y'all act like I'm a stick in the mud. Like I'm a fun guy. Like, because of (laughs) course, Rob Ryan was always the boisterous guy. And yes, Dennis was more of the reserve. He's like, look, I can be fun. I can have fun. Maybe I'll grow my hair out long and we'll cut his hair. Like, so he's like, and I've had like, I've, I've had a chance to get to know Dennis before he was, uh, you know, while he was just a DB's coach with the Saints. Mm-hmm. And then uh, with, uh, you know, I was able to, right when he was getting the Broncos job, another crazy senior bowl story, I was, you know, out with him and, you know, he was on his way out and, you know, he was fired up about that. And then, of course, when he come back and I've had many, uh, many good interviews uh, with him and just, you know, shooting the breeze. And uh, I think he's more than capable I wouldn't be basically stumping for this guy if I didn't believe in the guy. So right. I think that people have to understand. Just me personally, I'm not vouching for the guy just because, oh, I think that's where the scenes are going to get. I think he deserves it, and he will, be, he will do a very good job. The question is, again, what will happen to the defensive coordinator position? Will they elevate from within? I'm guessing they will. Who that will be? And then, of course, uh, will, you know, is Carmichael sticking around, which a lot of people believe he will be, and will he be the guy that, again, is setting the game plan and calling the plays on Sunday? Yeah, I would be shocked if Carmichael was not there. I mean, that's that to me, I think, <laughs> them not even really interviewing him. And, you know, he, uh, uh, I think he, to- he, he told Mike Triplett that he even just turned down an opportunity yep. and, uh, like he just knows where he is. And I think that, uh, I think he knows he's a coordinator, not a head coach. I mean, I think we can, uh, I, I mean, I could probably tell you the same thing. Uh, just yeah. he's, he's great at what he does, but he, he's not everybody's a head coach. Like you could always be a number two guy and be great at what you do. So sure, I but he was that. an extension of Peyton, right? In, in my opinion, he was. And you I mean, he was, an ex- you know, they developed this offense really together. I mean, again, it was Peyton's offense, but he's had as much to do with the offense as, you know, down the line with Breeze and Peyton. You know, they've been in this together for the last, what, 16 years. Right. Yeah, and so that's, yeah, people, now he doesn't call the plays all the time. So I think that's going to no. be a full-time and, play caller. I think that's going to be something mm-hmm. new. But, 
I mean, I think. But, but he's done it. He's done. He's it. done it. Now Peyton, Peyton took it back from him at times, but I think that was just about Peyton wanting to be micromanaging his offense. Which again, I don't think anybody has a problem with it because let's face it, he was an offensive genius. Right. And but yeah, a lot of that is collaboration. I mean, Peyton mm-hmm. didn't come up with it all on his own, uh, and sure. so and. Uh, even though you have a great player, you got to put him in the right positions to make them great. And Pete Carmichael is as good as they are, uh, you know, out there. And but he's just an understated guy. Uh, so kind of a little bit like Dennis, a little understated. So mm-hmm. you know, Peyton is such the alpha, and then right. he's hired so many alpha type defensive coordinators in the past, and they all get the pub, and whether it's good or bad. And so like these guys have just kind of been understated through the years, and now they're going to be on a bigger stage, but. Like, I, I think that uh, I think they deserve it, and, and they can they can certainly make this team a good football team again. Who do you like on Sunday, and why? Man, I'm not going against the Bengals anymore. I picked them to lose against the Chiefs, and now I feel like a dope because I, I like them against the Titans, and I like them against mm-hmm. the Raiders, and you know. Uh, you know, I just I let my brain talk myself out of it. Come on, man, I got to stick with my LSU Raider pride heart. Come on, I got I got to go. I got to go with the Bengals, man. Let's let's. Uh, and it's funny, uh, I've I've had a good relationship over the last couple of years uh, with Jimmy Chase, Jamar's dad, yes. and uh, mm-hmm. we text back and forth, and he'll ask me questions, random questions, you know, stuff, and I'll you know reach out to him, and I could tell you they're uh, they're fired up. Uh, so uh, like, I'm I'm. Hey, until Joe Burrow lets me down, I need yep. to stick with him. And, I mean, heck, he hadn't let me down too many times as far as watching or making a pick or anything like that. So, I, I'm no. going Bengals. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going Bengals all the way. I think most of us are down here in in, in, uh, in Louisiana, and, uh, and that's no surprise for a lot of reasons, obviously. Uh, what you got coming up for us? I know you see you got the DA article lined up uh, just in case, but what else? And then how can folks subscribe to The Athletic? Yeah, a lot of it I'll talk about today, but, you know, I'm, I'm riding on the Kamara situation. Uh, that's obvious. Um, I've got uh, an in-depth quarterback piece that once they make a coaching hire, then I was like, you know what, I'll run that after. <laughs> we got time to yeah. talk about that, so I got yes. that coming up. Man, I got a cop article coming up in the last, probably in the next couple weeks. Uh, I'm going to break down the 2019 draft. We're three years into that. Right. Uh, that's when you do an audit. And mm-hmm. where the, where the chips fall, uh, which teams did it right, which teams didn't do it right, and I will tell you, uh, Eric McCoy and Chauncey Gardner Johnson, even though the draft mm-hmm. class was small, those are two of the better picks in the NFL yep. in terms of round value and quality of player. So that's good. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. At Larry Holder on Twitter, Larry, as always, thanks so much for the time, bud. All righty, good talking to you, buddy. You too. That's uh, Larry Holder, the Athletic. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. It uh, doesn't matter where you live. If you're uh, looking for a generator, they are your generator sales and service experts. Remember, first of all, uh, they do a new install quality check after one month. Financing is available for generators. You can pay that over time. And they'll sit down with you a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator, and then, yes, put you on the on the calendar for a single-day install. If you're looking for a, a company that can service your generator, they are the experts. Uh, they'll, they, they'll come out, service that generator for you, especially if you, if you utilize it over $100 during the last storm season. They'll get that uh, service for you ready for this upcoming storm season. And, yes, uh, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need when it comes to generator. Generator sales and service, think Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. I'm sorry I'm late. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free Get Upside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Get Upside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Clint Black fans, get ready. Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black. Mostly hits and the misses. February 14th, 2022, Orpheum Theater. Tickets are on sale now at OrpheumNola.com. Don't miss Clint Black and Lisa Hartman Black. Produced by Pepper Entertainment. 
for joining us on the program. Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 535. We'll talk Pels with him. We'll talk some crime. We'll talk uh, also... Uh, uh, we'll talk some crime in the, in the second hour. We'll talk also about the Saints coaching search. All that coming up in hour number two. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't go anywhere. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock, 106.1 FM NASH Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere, anchors our home base for all podcasting platforms, at underscore Asher, Eric, at, at underscore, <laughs> at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Let me see if I get this out. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans show on Instagram or our social media platforms. <laughs> All right, uh, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, you know the drill, right? 
Thursday uh, live broadcast on LAE at 1 o'clock, also live streaming on the WLE TV YouTube page. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 p.m. on, on the Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, we'll have a guest for you by tomorrow. All right, um, just some quick headlines before we jump into uh, some content. If you listened to the first hour, you heard us talk extensively about Alvin Kamara. Uh, I would suggest Mike Triplett's ESPN article in which he totally breaks down everything on the Kamara uh, situation. I read that to the audience in the first hour, but he was arrested in Vegas for, for battery resulting in substantial uh, bodily harm. Uh, he was arrested, jailed, has, has made bail, and has been released. Uh, look, Saints are going to have to. We heard Larry and I talking. Saints going to get uh, – he's going to be suspended. So from, from the Saints' standpoint, uh, this new coaching staff, whoever it's going to be, whether it's uh, Dennis Allen, whoever it's going to be, is going to have to be dealing with, again, life at Alcamara for one to four games. Uh, there's just no other way around. There's video evidence that 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 uh, uh, that seems to be able to point to um, uh, what the victim was saying is true, and then not what, what Kamara's version of the events were. And it's very very sad because look, Alvin Kamara's beloved and loved here. Um, he doesn't seem like the type of guy that would get involved in that kind of stuff. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, Saints have con- uh, concluded their coaching interview. The, the, they are the last coaching um, uh, job available. And um, again. Uh, they did a thorough search. Got to give them a lot of credit on, on, on the search. Uh, uh, Brian Flores, uh, uh, Doug Peterson, uh, Aaron Glenn, Dennis Allen, Darren Rizzi, both again on this on this uh, coaching staff. And then Eric Bianami on, on Saturday, who was a, a guy that uh, it, it, the expectations are he will be a head coach at, at some point, whether it's going to be at, in Kansas City or somewhere, uh, or maybe even in New Orleans. Who knows? I mean, a lot of people like myself include believe this, De- this is Dennis Allen's job uh, you know, uh, at this point, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, I'm just wondering how long they're going to take. Uh, you know, they're going to, is this going to be an early week uh, announcement? Is he going to go through the, to, to the end of the week? Uh, we'll see. Loomis is making the decision according to, to Larry Holder. Uh, Pelicans give him a lot of credit. We'll talk to, uh, Alec Cassell in the, of the bird rights at five 30, uh, about the Pels, but the Pels, just a tremendous uh, meteoric rise for the Pels. You're talking about a team that went 1-12 to start the season. We've seen these slow starts before, right? I mean, they, they, they normally mean that, you know, you're not making the playoffs. The Pels have worked their way back into the 10th seat. That's amazing. They are in the playoff tournament as of today. And, uh, again, the trading deadline is Thursday at 2 o'clock our time. Uh, and I've been hopping this on this program now for the last few weeks. Do not give up on this young talent. I don't want to see Jackson Hayes in another uniform. I don't want to see, again, uh, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker in another uniform, Herb Jones, uh, again, uh, uh, Trey Murphy, even Alvarado, who, is, again, was, a, was an unknown coming in. Stay with this core. You know, they're, they're playing together. The, the young players got upside. Uh, they're, they're inexpensive in terms of what an NBA contract cost. Uh, and uh, they've had, in, in most, some cases, like with Hayes and Walker, they've had three coaches in three years. Give these guys a chance to grow before you hand them off to another team. And let me say this. I said this a couple weeks ago, and I reiterated it last week. If other general managers are asking you about your young players, Jackson Hayes and King Alexander Walker, as part of any deal, well, obviously they're coveting them, okay? They think they have value. I think they're more valuable to the Pelicans right now than, than to any other club, especially seeing how Jackson Hayes performed at the four. Okay, he's a different player at the four. And, again, when Zion comes back 
and they have him and 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 uh, Hayes as a one-two punch at the four uh, could really be good for this team. Could be down with two different two different fours. You know, when you start looking at what they are, uh, he struggled at the five. There's no doubt about it. But he's not struggling at the four. Matter of fact, he's flourishing at the four. But imagine if you trade this guy, he goes to another team, and he, he and he's playing the four, and he's flourishing there as well. Come on, give these kids a chance to grow. We'll see how this kind of plays out by, by Thursday. Look, I have no problem with a trade if you're giving up draft picks. You've got the Bucks draft picks, and you've got the Lakers draft picks, and you got a you got a you got a boatload of second round picks. And I don't want to hear second round picks don't matter. Herb Jones, okay? So I'm going to say Herb Jones. Been saying it for years. People want ah second round picks NBA. Yeah, Herb Jones, okay? There's your, there's your second round pick. Plenty of guys in the NBA that made it that were second round picks. Uh, those are assets. If you want to bring in a veteran player to help out, use those assets. Don't get rid of, don't break up this team. Not now. Not, not where they're playing well. So we'll see how this kind of plays out going forward. We'll talk more with um, Alec Cassell, the bird rights, about this when um, he joins us at 530. Want to turn my, my attention to crime now for, for about the next 10 minutes or so uh, before we go to break. Um, it, was, it was revealed this week that 18-year-old Tyrese Harris, who, again, was the, um, was the individual who, uh, who carjacked the woman at the Costco, and also, again, dragged her, uh, causing her, again, uh, uh, big-time bodily, bodily wounds, uh, was, arrested on, on, was arrested over the weekend on, uh, by uh, New Orleans police. Also, again, uh, uh, by, a, the, by the violent offender squad uh, for the Costco carjacking. Now, here's the thing. He was out on bond. $12,500 bond. Uh, he was involved in stealing a car in August. He was also charged with armed robbery with a firearm that was turned down by the district attorney's office. Instead of, again, uh, charging with that, they charged him with, again, flight from an officer. And it's one of the things we've been talking about on the program over the last few weeks, especially when you talk about what Lee Zurich uh, had in his investigative report last week, where it showed 885 701 releases in 2021. And again, that means, again, for those that don't know, if you have not charged an individual within 60 days when he's in jail or she's in jail, or again, 150 days when, when, they're, when they're bonded out, then the charges are dropped. We had, a, we had a rash of these about a decade ago, a little bit over a decade ago, and Leon Canazero was able to fix that. Uh, the previous uh, uh, district attorney, 701 releases were the norm. Uh, and we, if you look at the stats, and those stats bear out, that Canazero was able to be able to squash that. You, you weren't seeing guys, you weren't seeing criminals being released on 701 releases. Uh, Canazero also, also accepted 90% of his cases. And, and why? Because he got these, got these criminals off the street. That's why. Okay? Um, and now the revolving door in Tulane and Broad uh, has gotten a lot different, even more, even more so in the, last, in the last few years because of, uh, you know, changes from the city council, changes again within the laws in terms of bonding. Look, I'm, I've said this before. There's no way you should be putting someone in jail with a high bond for, for again, smoking a joint or, again, possession of marijuana or a petty crime. But if it's a violent crime, again, then you raise the bond to the point, to the point where it's hard for that individual to get out of jail because you want that person in jail. But, again, this district attorney's office, uh, the magistrates on Tulane and Broad, the judges on Tulane and Broad don't see it that way anymore. 
you know, again, what was brought, what was thought to be, again, a move toward getting the, the separating violent criminals from those that are nonviolent and giving nonviolent criminals an opportunity to get out of jail so they're not in jail, again, um, um, overloading the jails uh, for nonviolent crimes has backfired. Okay, backfired. Because now violent criminals are getting out. And then you got a district attorney who has no idea what he's doing. And that's just honest. Okay, I've talked to individuals within within the district attorney's office that again are no longer there. That again that that, that were that were there previously that had years of experience that tell me again this district attorney is lost. And, and again, he has a he has a um, he has a um, a staff that again is not versed in prosecution. Okay, and that's part of the problem. I mean, they let the I hear. Jason Williams stand up in front of a microphone and saying we're having too many carjackings and one of the problems is we're not charging them with armed robbery with a firearm. He had a chance to charge Tyrese Harris with armed robbery with a firearm. He turned it down. Instead, he accepted, uh, accepted a flight from an officer? Are you kidding me? Which was a bondable offense. So the kid's out on, on, on bail. So what does he do? Now he commits another carjacking, this time again almost killing someone. So now what is he charged with? He's charged with principal symbol carjacking, attempted, attempted armed robbery, uh, armed robbery with a firearm, aggravated criminal damage to property, illusion of a weapon, and illegal, illegal carrying of a weapon. So now you're going to throw the book at the kid after getting, he escalated his crimes? Shouldn't have thrown the book at him the day one when he, when he came in again. The former DA accepted 90% of his cases. And they got the criminals off the street. It's only this new wave of this new district attorney with, again, with, with this mayor, with that former counsel, which, again, in a lot of cases was a byproduct of what happened with the George Floyd murder and, of course, the civil unrest that followed where they felt like, again, they couldn't do the Tiger units anymore and, and it almost felt like, again, they didn't want to jail anyone. And then you throw in the byproduct of, of again, the, the, the criminal court system, which shut down during COVID-19, when we have the ability, everyone is doing this, to be able to deal with things remotely. We could have set the courts up remotely and continued to be able to, again, have trials and to be able to keep the criminal justice system going. The criminals know that there's no consequences for their actions. And I've said this over and over again. If you have the wherewithal to leave, you are going to leave Arlene's Parish. It's happening now. The doctor that, again, that treated the lady at the Costco, made the comment to the news media that she's getting out, okay? Okay, uh, just that, 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 that's, she has the wherewithal to get out, so she's getting out, okay? Now, I understand people can be upside down in their mortgage. There's a lot of things that are going on. But, again, if you have the wherewithal to do it, you're going to probably get out of here because it's gotten so bad. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I've been holding this back for a couple weeks now, and I got it even more. I got even more. I, I got Two other sources that, that have, 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 have pretty much told me something that I, I've been told by multiple sources as well. So i got four sources now that tell me that one of the reasons why Sean Payton is walking away from the Saints job is crime in the city as well. Okay? His wife does not feel safe here. They, bought, they, they built a house in uptown New Orleans that was a compound. But ultimately, again, his wife did not feel safe. And I cannot uh, – look, there was a – there was a uh, a story, uh, there was a, a report or a story that was, that was told about Sean Payton on the way home with his wife and being followed by thugs. If you're in a luxury car, you better believe it. Look, I can kind of relate to, to, again, Sean, Sean Payton's plight here. I didn't want to leave New Orleans. I planned on living in New Orleans and Orleans Parish for the rest of my life, okay? Had no intention of leaving. But I left because my wife felt unsafe. I mean, to the point where she literally felt unsafe. 
Okay? There was a carjacking in our neighborhood. There was an armed robbery in our neighborhood. And she felt to the point that, again, she didn't want to get into the car, get out of the car. Again, she was a nervous wreck just getting back into, back into the house. We can't live like that. Okay? So I can relate. Look, he built an uptown compound. But yet again, his wife still had to go to the gym. She went to lunch or dinner with friends. She went to the grocery, all by driving a luxury car in New Orleans. You don't think she's a target? She's a target like each and every one of us in Orleans Parish right now. And that's a byproduct of, again, multi- of the administra- this administration, again, allowing, again, the, the, the mass exodus of police officers. I've said it before, the consent decree led to that as well, which has done nothing, giving them $7 million a year to the federal government, which is supposed to help the NLPD. It's done, it's done the opposite. It has it made, again, our, our policemen report writers. They're not crime fighters anymore. There's no, now, now, finally, they're, they're starting these aggressive tiger units once again. They're going to rename it, okay? But, again, they, they, in order to try to fight crime, but they're doing that with 900 officers to patrol the entire city. When you look at the three platoons and everything else that's going on, how many officers do you have on the street? 30, 40? That's why, again, one of the things that the chief is doing going to 12-hour shifts makes a lot of sense because you can put more cops on the street on a 12-hour shift. But where's this been? We have been in, in, in this cycle for the last two years. So someone like Sean Payton, again, who, again, when he's making his decision on whether when he wants to move on, yes, probably wants to go into TV. Yes, maybe he wants to coach elsewhere. But as, as part of that decision-making, saying, I don't feel safe in Orleans Parish anymore? Come on. You can say, yeah, move to the North Shore like, like, like the rest of the coaches. How's this going to end up, ladies and gentlemen, when, when, when again, uh, the team signs a free agent? And, and, and they put him with the realtor. And the realtor starts driving around, and, and like, like, like they do with all the players, and telling them where there's some possible places you can, you can, um, you can live. And there was a time when, again, a lot, a lot of players were living downtown. They were moving into condos. You think those players and their families feel safe now? Come on. Crime is out of control in our city, and I don't know if we have the leadership to get it done. Like I've said this before with COVID-19, and, and, and I mean this, with all my heart, I think that the COVID-19 restrictions that the mayor came out with were less about, again, pu- less about public health and more about public safety. I think she's realized for a long, long time that maybe a lot of us didn't realize was the mass exodus of police, uh, the situation we're in with the out-of-control crime, now a district attorney that's unwilling to be able to, again, prosecute criminals, a jailer doesn't want to jail criminals, and, and judges on Tulane and Broad that, again, that, that are bought and paid for in a lot of cases by defense attorneys. So ultimately, again, it's a revolving door that she realized that, again, she couldn't keep the city safe. Look, she, she has no control over COVID-19, but she surely has control over public safety in this town. So there are a lot of layers to this, and there are a lot of people that are, then, that are at fault at this that are in leadership roles that have allowed us to get to this point. But you cannot be in a situation as a district attorney and have 885-701 releases where individuals are not even tried for their crimes. You know, they do a little jail time, 60 days, and you can't charge them in 60 days, or they're out on bond, and within 150 days you can't charge that individual, so they're able to go out and, again, do the same crime or escalate those crimes? I mean, look, they know that they know, look, they may not be versed in X's and O's on a football field, 
but you better believe their business in crime is crime, and they know the crime business. And knowing the crime business means, again, knowing what's going to happen when you got to go before a judge, what's going to happen when, when, you, when you go before that magistrate, what's going to happen if you get arrested, and what's going to happen, again, when you, when you realize, again, how many cops are on the street, and, and again, cops versus criminals. You know, they used to tell us it's just a small amount of, uh, of individuals that are committing these crimes. No, ladies and gentlemen, it's much bigger than a small amount of individuals that are committing these crimes now. And, and, and again, they're brazen because they know there are no consequences for their actions. And that's a byproduct of, again, the failure of the district attorney's office, the mayor's office, the former counsel's. Uh, Tulane and Broad, in terms of the judges, the magistrates, and again, even the jailer at this point, not keeping these individuals in jail. To the point that, yes, even someone that is beloved by everyone in this town, that again, one of the reasons why he's walking out the door is because he cannot feel like he can keep his family safe in Orleans Parish. And that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. And, and, it's, and again, it's a by, we're a tourist destination, ladies and gentlemen. We're a tourist destination. If we can't keep our own people safe, how can we be expected to keep the tourists safe in this town? Now, we are killing the goose that laid the golden egg, and it's been going on for a long time. Yes, there have been times where it's been stymied for a short time in this town. But again, no one is willing to put up the political capital to be able to, again, do what needs to be done to be able to put these criminals in jail and get them off the street. We can talk about the social issues of how we got here. I've spoken about it in the past. Uh, again, a lot of this is a byproduct of what we're seeing in the most violent times in the history of our city. When you, when you talk about after Katrina, kids growing up uh, in, a, in a lawless state. Uh, in, in the aftermath of the storm leading up to this, and again, now you've got almost a generation of kids that all they've been around is, again, is crime. Why wouldn't they think the next thing is, is to get into crime? And then, of course, job opportunities, all that. But at the end of the day, somebody's got to draw the line in the sand here and say enough is enough. Now, again, there was supposed to be a march on City Hall today at 2 o'clock. I'm not sure how many people stood up, okay, whether it did or not. But we can have all the marches we want. Until people in this town start electing the right individuals to be able to lead our city, that have the guts enough to do what's necessary to protect our city, well, again, we're going to be in the same, the same boat we're in right now. And nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. So if you think it's okay to have 885-701 releases in 2011 and have a district attorney that, again, that was a former defense attorney who has no clue on how to run that office, a mayor that had to learn on the job and still has not done what's necessary to be able to keep our city safe, a city council that ultimately, again, lessens penalties, again, and has to backfire in their face in terms of, again, the, uh, uh, the, the, the bonding issues. And then also the other part of it is taking away tools in the tool chest that were working for the NOPD because they didn't look right in the aftermath of what happened with George Floyd. There are so many reasons why we are where we are right now. And just because you may feel, look, I feel safe in Metairie. I feel, and I'm sure you feel safe on the North Shore. And I'm sure you maybe feel safe in your, in your part of town. If, you, if you're living outside Arlene's Parish. But I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, Arlene's Parish is the engine that runs the entire state. And if we can't get Arlene's Parish fixed, we are all doomed. Unfortunately, we all don't have a vote. And that's the issue. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights. He's going to talk a little bit of Pels with us. Uh, but uh, just sad times in New Orleans when it comes to crime right now, which is totally out of control. Out of control. Out of control. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if you're in the market for a new system, before you sign that contract with any other company, just call Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business when it comes to service. But again, treating your home or your business like their business, like their home, when they're installing a new system. They want to sit down with you do a consultation. I'm going to hard sell you. I'm going to give you options. 
And then, of course, from, fabric, from fabricating the ducks in, in their state-of-the-art um, um, uh, compound on the North Shore uh, to, again, using, again, the, the, uh, the, the latest equipment that's, that uh, is necessary in the AC and, and, and heating business to get you up and running and also, again, to be able to keep you going. Uh, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Truly a company of trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you were raised up, raised right, up right, you're one of us. 1061 Nash Icon has Luke Bryan tickets every, every day. Sunrise, sunburn, sun. Luke Bryan at the Smoothie King Center in August, and Nash Icon is sending you there. That's my kind of night. Want tickets? A pair could be yours every weekday while you work. Get the code to text from Scott Innes anytime between 10 and 4. When you have it, text it to 68255. Luke Bryan tickets every day. Only from New Orleans Country Giant. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by VisitMississippi.org. Walk in the footsteps of civil rights heroes, martyrs, and visionaries on the Mississippi Freedom Trail and experience their stories at the groundbreaking Mississippi Civil Rights Museum. Learn more at visitmississippi.org slash blackhistory. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the Westbeck Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Look out for delays that are solid if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. If you're traveling along the 310 on the southbound side, your delays remain steady from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. Also, delays are steady if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your backups are steady from North Claiborne to Canal. On the 610 on the eastbound side, delays are solid from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. 
And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Back inside the wall, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. As we were talking about uh, who was going to be the next head coach and when they were going to make the announcement, Adam Schefter is reporting that uh, the Saints have informed defensive coordinator Dennis Allen they're hiring him as their next head coach. So, again, uh, that is done. Dennis Allen becomes the uh, heir apparent to uh, uh, to Sean Payton. He's going to be the next Saints head coach. Uh, I'll be interested to see who will be the defensive coordinator. What fallout there is from that, okay, in terms of uh, is it Richard? Uh, you know, again, uh, will there be other coaches at that point? Uh, that that may move on because they don't get the defensive coordinator position. Uh, what's going to happen on the offensive side, which, again, we believe Pete Carmichael will be the offensive coordinator and the play caller. Uh, and, of course, uh, you know, the, we'll see, again, how many now that these coaching staff, now that all coaches have been hired in the NFL, how many of the Saints coaches will be rated by other teams going forward for maybe, again, um, uh, higher positions, maybe more lucrative contract down the line. So a lot of moving parts here. But, again, breaking news, Dennis Allen, uh, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, uh, has been informed that he is the next head coach of the New Orleans Saints. So congratulations to Dennis Allen. Uh, and we wish him all the luck in the world. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program uh, is Ali Gassel, normally with us later on in the week, but I, I wanted to get him early uh, because, uh, obviously, this is this is a big day. Uh, in the history of the New Orleans Pelicans, starting off 1-12, and 12, uh, like they do in a lot of beginning of a lot of seasons that we've dealt with. Uh, they have clawed their way back uh, with, again, go overcoming injuries, uh, overcoming the injury to Zion, uh, with a lot of young pieces and a brand-new coach. Uh, they are now in the 10th spot uh, in, the, um, uh, in, in the NBA uh, on, the West, on the Western Conference side. Uh, so if the, if the season ended today, they would be in the playing game in the 10th spot, something they've been um, shooting for all season long. And to break it down from, for us from the, from the bird rights is Ali Gassel. Ali, uh, I thought it might happen eventually, but I thought if it would, it would happen maybe late in the season. Uh, but you can see them slowly clawing their way up the, up the standings. And now, uh, you know, they've reached it. They're, they're, they're in the 10th seed. And that, that's a pretty amazing considering, again, where they started. After a one and twelve start, which was followed up by turning into three and sixteen, I don't think anybody was thinking playoffs. I remember on social media seeing nothing about nothing but tank tweets. Right? They should just go ahead and sell the farm and go for draft picks. Well, it's been an incredible turnaround, as you mentioned, since right before Thanksgiving, and the team has won a few more games than they've lost since that time. And I'll tell you what: being a little bit above five hundred, 
seeing how poor this Western Conference is, the bottom half, it makes sense that they've moved up, right? Because uh, the latest entry on basically um, canceling their season, if you want to say, is the Portland Trailblazers, right, who have now started unloading players. So now they're completely out of the mix of the playing tournament. So that gives the Pelicans even a greater chance of making the playoffs, or I should say playing tournament probably, and potentially the playoffs. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it, it, it says a lot for Willie Green. It really does. And it says a lot for the buy-in. Talking about three coaches in three years, seemed like a rudderless ship. This guy is a brand-new coach in the NBA, uh, just a couple years removed, a few years removed from playing in the league. And he has, uh, he has captured the attention of this team. And, and, they, and there's a buy-in there where, again, where, they, where, where there wasn't a buy-in with the two previous coaches. No, and they were buying in when things were at their worst in November towards the start of that month. Nobody was complaining. There was no dejected uh, faces, slumped shoulders. Unlike in past several years, we all saw that. Um, on top of that, Willie Green had a message that things were going to get better. And he kind of called it. I remember him saying in early October that it was going to be a little bit of rough sledding at first, and then he expected the team to start playing better in December. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, so, yeah, his message has been consistent, but it's been one that every single player in that locker room has grabbed onto. And, and it's now showing, right? The Pelicans have won a lot of close games. That's something they weren't able to do in the last two seasons. And that requires either having a superstar or two or just having a United locker that has that same goal, right, knows what they're doing offensively, defensively. And Willie Green's been able to accomplish that. I'll tell you what, the team we saw in, in the preseason doesn't remotely resemble the product we see now. And absolutely, right. the coaching staff deserves all the credit for that. I agree. Uh, there's, there's no doubt about it. All right, trading deadline is Thursday. Lyle, you know where, I, where, I, where I've been standing on, on this for a while now. Um, I, I look at the young players, and I'm not willing to give them up if, if I'm David Griffin. Uh, we've seen Jackson Hayes turn his game around at that four position where, again, it wouldn't have been tragic to be able to see him move to, to another team and they put him at the four and they see the success he's having right now. I still believe there's, there's an upside for Nikhil Alexander-Walker. There's no way I'm trading Herb Jones, and, and there's no way I'm trading Trey Murphy. And i got to tell you right now, Jose Alvarado, I've fallen in love with the kid. I'm not trading him either. <laughs> okay, Josh Hart is untouchable to me. Okay, So you're saying, well, who are you going to trade? Well, I'm trading draft picks, maybe Sato, maybe Temple, but even Temple's a guy that is a influential uh, player in that locker room in, in terms of, again, his leadership. Um, I, I don't know if I want to mess with this right now. If you're in the 10th seed, just what you have, why would, I surely wouldn't give up any, anyone on the team at this point to try to get better. Uh, uh, you know, I, I would consider draft picks, but, but not players, and, and not players that, again, that, that have an upside, that are inexpensive to this team right now, that, that are young. What's your take? What would you like to see happen? Yeah, that's a very understandable position, that, and that's one that I had, and we talked about it on several times on your show over the last yes. few months. But I'll tell you what, Eric, over this last week or so, I've kind of had a change of heart in regards to Josh Hart, excuse the pun, because I just feel like if, if this team is entirely a whole and Zion's back and nobody else that's a key player is injured, that – it really limits on where Josh Hart fits. And so I just feel like you've got to move out some value to really help out a sore glaring weakness. And that of course is the guard play. So I don't know, even though the Pelicans have been winning a lot more games than they've been losing, you still watch every night when Devonte Graham struggles for three of the quarters, when 
McKeel seemingly has one good game out of every five. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Garrett Temple doesn't give you much offensively. Sure, he's no. inspirational in the locker room, gives you some defense. But he, he's not an answer for, you know, big no. role on the team either at the guard position. Sadaransky's just been flat-out terrible. So I think yes. an upgrade is necessary. And I think if you can take a swing now to improve your team – um, now instead of the summer, you might as well make it. And I think there's names that are out there that the Pelicans should be interested at. And we give us those names and, and, and who you know think it would take they to are, get right? them. The Aaron Fox, CJ McCollum, um, okay. and maybe a few others. With Karis Levert already being traded to Cleveland, he was traded, right? Um, yes. Okay. You, you mentioned McCollum. You mentioned Fox. Um, you know, there've been some other names out there that have been mentioned. Obviously, um, what would it take to get them? Well, would you give up Graham and Hart to do that? Because, again, well, based thing, on all my feeling, I'm not wanting to give up the young players. Yeah, no, well, that's the thing. You're probably going to have to send one. And initially, the Pelicans had, were looking, actually, to move Jackson Hayes. But, right. You know, his recent play, I know, has changed some minds and metairie um, in the Pelicans' front offices because I'll tell you what, he's been a revelation at that forward position to where, you know, he's averaging 17 points, eight rebounds, almost two blocks a game over the last four games by just being playing in his more natural position. So you don't want to let go of that. But I don't think I'd have an issue with moving McKeel. I, I just feel like, again, we're in his third season, and he looks largely like the same player we saw in his rookie season. And he may figure it out. Sure, just like Jackson, right? He took all the time in the world. But like I said, you got to give up some value. So I would have no problems if Sado, because he's going to be used as just salary. You're going to need it for yes. a big contract, yes. like E.J. McCollum's or De'Aaron. But you add heart to it, and then maybe Nikhil. I, I could see that working where then you don't have to send that many draft picks Portland's way because they're trying to get off McCollum's salary. And we just saw what they accepted, right, for Norman Powell and Robert Covington, which was barely right. anything. Um, do you, what, what do you think are the chances that they're going to be active on, on the trading deadline, considering that has not been the M.O. of David Griffin in the past? No, it has not. And I was really believing, I think even last week I mentioned on your show where I thought that the chances of a deal getting completed before the deadline were really south of 50%. Well, now over the last 24 hours or so, I've heard things have really heated up. And the Pelicans are in very hot pursuit of C.J. McCollum right now, who is very available. And so it sounds like with De'Aaron Fox maybe now being pulled back by the Kings, that they're really going all in on the guy that's sitting there, who's somebody that has or David Griffin has had his eye on for the longest time, but he had offered, I think, Drew Holiday uh, in a deal a couple of years ago for him. And CJ just makes a good fit. You know, the Pelicans need a shooter in the worst way. They need a guy that's a vet too, a pro. So if you're giving up Josh Hart, you better be at least getting that back as well. I feel like CJ does check those boxes. And I know, Eric, the the salary is ugly. We've talked about it before. But you know what? He is 30 years old. And just getting a little bump from him. And if you imagine Zion getting back, this team could make so much more noise than what they've done over the last few months. And I think that's the goal, to use this as a springboard into ne- next few seasons and hopefully with a healthy Zion, Williamson, and Tell. So there won't be any more of those talks of him wanting to leave because the team's not even in a play-in tournament uh, race or something like that. So it, it makes more sense to me now moving from Hart than it did previously. Um. When you look at, at Zion's situation, any word on where he is now? And are you anticipating – all right, the team's in the 10th seed now. They're, they're in the playoffs as of today. Of course, things could change over the next few weeks. 
but the fact that, again, they're there, is, is that maybe a, more of a motivation for him to get back on the court this season, or are they going to take their time with him, and even if that means going into next season, uh, not push him to be able to play? I've changed my position on this so many times. But I'll tell you what, with the team now where they are in the standings and with the sense that I've gotten that there's maybe some good news coming, and I think we're going to hear an update on Zion Williamson potentially, most likely this week I was told, that things are pointing in the right direction for him to return at some point. And, you know, I would be for it. I don't care whether he's just going to play for maybe four weeks, last four weeks Mm -hmm. of the regular season. I still think it would be beneficial for all parties involved because he's got to get acclimated, the teammates. But not only that, you want him to have that sense of winning, right? Playing in big games in front of big crowds because I know that's such an important thing for his family. And they seemingly have a lot of say in what's going to be going on with the rest of his career. So I just think that ending the season on a positive note for all parties is probably the best idea. That, of course, is if Zion can come back fully healthy and there's no risks, right? You're not messing with – potentially him missing any part of next season. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're, if you're making a run here. I mean, look, there's going to be a transition period, though. I mean, I've talked about it before. We talked about it together. The, he's ball dominant. So, you know, you've mm-hmm. got, a, you got a nice groove going with this team right now. They, 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 there's a nice mix. Uh, you you kind of know where you know who's playing where, who's doing what. Uh, so, again, anytime you bring a guy back like that, uh, you know, there's going to be some, there's gonna be some change here. Uh, so that's something they're going to have to be able to deal with in the interim. But, again, you can't let a guy with that type of talent and say, no, no, we, we don't want him back. No, definitely. They tried to do that in the first season, and, boy, that, that, that's where the fracture right. initially happened between Zion's family and the organization. So you definitely don't want to relive that scenario. Um, like I said, it's going to come down to the doctors. And if, if they truly give him a clean bill of health, that bone's fully healed at 100%, you absolutely put him out there. Not for 30 minutes, of course, right off the start or from the start once he's able to play, but, you know, be smart about it and, and work through that. But you're right, Eric. I do worry about how, you know, potentially his impact of his return would be on, on the way these guys are mm-hmm. playing. I mean, Brandon Ingram yep. is just looking like an absolute all-star. The fact that, no doubt. you know, he's averaging now double digits in the last two games and assists. I mean, I, he's beginning to look like a legitimate snub to me, but more so the fact that he's just a star and he's accepted his role and he knows how to play within this offense. Something he's never done in New Orleans. So yeah, everybody's looking comfortable, not just B.I. And you wonder how that would affect things. But again, you know, talent eventually does figure it out, right? And it doesn't usually take long with really good talent. So you would hope that maybe the adjustment period wouldn't be as, as for as long or as hard as we may think. Alright, before we wrap up, handicap uh, the 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 chance of the Saints. I'm sorry, the Pelicans being active uh, by the trading deadline, two o'clock on Thursday. I would say high, um, upwards of seventy five percent or more. You know, last week I was below fifty, but like I said, I've been hearing so many rumors. There's too much smoke around CJ McCollum that I'm also expecting for the Pelicans to land him before this deadline's over. Well, it makes sense now. I mean, again, with with um, Dennis Allen being named head coach today. Uh, probably a press conference maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, that probably wouldn't butt into, again, the, the Pelicans making a deal. You know, they don't like to overshadow each other. So maybe we could see something as early as maybe Wednesday or Thursday if the Pelicans are going to do something. Exactly. And potentially we would also get some news on Zion Williamson, uh, like I yep. said. So you put good news with good news. Team's on a three-game winning streak. And now they've got yep. a six-game home stretch coming up. 
there's a potential to really solidify a spot in that playing tournament before the All-Star break, and I think that's what they're looking to do. Mm-hmm. Playing really good ball, man. And, look, I've been telling this to people for a long time. Even when they were losing, this team has been fun to watch. Okay, it's not like, again, there were times last year when I'm saying, I mean, i got to watch this again. Okay, but yeah. now I look forward to watching the games. Yeah, nobody enjoyed that 1-12 start, but we still found, no. you know, but even then, from each right. game. Herb yeah, Jones? I mean, Herb was emerging then. Josh Hart was Come playing on. outstanding. Right. Valanchunas, after a first game or two, looked great. Mm-hmm. You know, right. so there was a lot of things that you could point to that are much improved from previous years. And as you mentioned earlier in the show, Willie Green and just this, this locker room, mm-hmm. their infectious energy they play with in every single game. You feel like they have a chance to win regardless of who's out there. Yep, I'm with you. Ali, tell us about what you got coming up for us on the bird rights, uh, how they can stay close on you on social media, because, again, you'll have all the information on what's going on if the Pelicans end up making a deal. Tell us everything about what's happening with bird rights, how folks can follow you on social media as well. Yeah, you can read all of our work over at SB Nation, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com, where you'll find our articles, podcasts. We'll be doing one as soon as this trade deadline's over. Um, and, of course, in focusing on these six games coming up before the uh, All-Star break. But I'll tell you what, I just, like I said, I truly believe that some deal is going to go down. Pelicans have been just way too active. You know, they've been looking at Kevin Herter in Atlanta, mm-hmm. Eric yeah. Gordon with, with the Houston Rockets. There's so many names. So I know that Griffin wants to bring in at least somebody now. So I, I'm expecting it. I, I did mention Herter to you. That was one that was, that was brought up earlier th- this weekend. What are your thoughts? I love him. I'm honestly surprised that Atlanta's even making him available. Uh, they've already dealt Cam Reddish, but he's a he's a great outside shooter, but he also knows how to play with the ball in his hands so he can make a play for somebody. Um, and, and, and he's got a good length to him. So at shooting guard, even though he's not the quickest guy, he's not, he's not the most solid defender. He can hold his own. So those kind of guys, and he's already locked in on a decent contract. I think he's going to be making something about $13 million or somewhere in that neighborhood next season. So that's very palatable. Be interested to see what happens over the next 72 hours or so. Absolutely. I, like I said, I'm expecting fireworks, and I honestly hope that they pull something off because this team's riding high, and you know where the weaknesses are. Why don't you try and patch up some of that hole at, at, at the guard position? There you go. Ali, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. At Ali Cassell on uh, Twitter and, of course, the Bird Rights. Keep up with everything the Bird Rights are doing. Uh, all right, we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. 
We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or me at insagency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the cold this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my heating system ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. With 30 years of the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any heating system. Burkhart gets your system running right, and they can find and fix problems before you really need the heating system this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhart at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. Sorry, Emily. Traffic is terrible. It sure is. But on top of that, gas prices have been skyrocketing. I can't believe how expensive gas has gotten recently. Prices at the pump are up, but I never pay full price for gas anymore. I just use the free GetUpside Gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the GetUpside app? Yes, up to 25 cents a gallon cash back every time I buy gas. And does that actually add up to anything? I'll make 200 to $300 this year. Wow. That's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the free GetUpside app now. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents a gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code TIME for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents a gallon on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TIME for up to 50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. That's code TIME. Get ready for Luke Bryan. Live. Raised Up Right Tour. Saturday, August 27th. Smoothie King Center. Luke Bryan. With special guests. Riley Green. Mitchell Tenpenny. And DJ Rock. Tickets on sale Friday at 10 a.m. Get tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Don't miss Luke Bryan. Raised Up Right Tour. All right, welcome back. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You come home, your heater's not working. Burkhardt will be there quickly for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And, yes, even after hours, they got uh, trucks that are strategically set up all over the metropolitan area to make sure that uh, you are taken care of when your uh, system goes down. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Big news today. First of all, uh, Dennis Allen has been named as the head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, that was a quick turnaround. They, they did an exhaustive search uh, for Sean Payton's replacement, and uh, as expected, Dennis Allen has been named uh, the next head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the interesting thing now is now with all coaches in place in the NFL, they start building their staffs. Um, how much of the Saints staff, pardon me, will be rated 
uh, and possibly going on to another staff now that Sean Payton is not here. Remember, these guys came to work for Sean Payton, not Dennis Allen. They may have a great relation with Dennis Allen. They may want to stick around with Dennis Allen. Uh, there may be a better relationship elsewhere. So we'll see how that plays out. How much can they hold the coaching staff together? We do know that the players, uh, at least the majority of the players, from what we understand, really were, were pushing for Dennis Allen, especially on the defensive side, to be the next head coach. There's a seamless transition now from, from Peyton to, to Dennis Allen. But, again, we don't know who Dennis Allen is. Dennis Allen is a, is a guy that has some coaching experience, obviously, uh, with, with Oakland. Um, and, uh, you know, again, it was when he's 8 and 28. Uh, a lot of that is a byproduct of what, what would happen with ownership then. Um, he comes into a, a situation now with a, with a team that's not that far uh, away from, uh, again, being in a contender for the Super Bowl. Got to find out what's going to happen with the quarterback position. Remember, I've been talking in the last few weeks about I wouldn't be surprised if ultimately, again, um, James Swinson ends up back in Tampa. Lo and behold, I, I read an article in the, in the Tampa Bay Times saying just that exact same thing, that James Swinson may be a guy that they're looking at to be able to replace Tom Brady back in Tampa. So you got to figure out what you're doing at quarterback. Uh, well, obviously, again, uh, they'll come out with their uh, the situation in terms of the, uh, uh, you know, who's going to be the uh, defensive coordinator, who's going to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, we believe it's going to be Pete Carmichael on the offensive side. Not sure if, it, if it'll ultimately be uh, uh, Ryan Nielsen or, uh, uh, as, as we had mentioned, uh, uh, Chris Richard. Uh, but, again, we'll, we'll, find, we'll find that out we'll probably within the next day or so. And then, of course, remember, the Saints have always done this. They, they fill holes in free agency, and they take the best available player in the draft. We'll see how that plays out going forward. But uh, Dennis Allen has been named uh, the uh, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. Alvin Kamara arrested uh, in Las Vegas uh, yesterday on Saturday morning, and, of course, uh, he has now been bailed out, uh, out on bond, uh, but uh, can expect some fines from the uh, uh, from, and, and suspension from the NFL. Uh, Based on again what they're saying about the video footage, he was arrested f- uh, for um, battery resulting in substantial bodily harm. And from what uh, Kamara's na- uh, uh, version of the story versus the version of the story from the uh, victim, and of course the video evidence seems to lean in the uh, court of the victim here. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. And congratulations to the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, after a 1-12 start, they've made it to the 10th spot. As Ali and I were discussing, uh, Thursday is a big day on whether they will move forward uh, with, again, maybe uh, turning some players loose uh, to try to upgrade the roster. Uh, 2 o'clock is the trading deadline with the NBA. And, of course, we also talked about crime uh, here in the city uh, and uh, the district attorney's office. So you can check that out on the podcast if you missed it. Coming up next, it's... Uh, all access with Ken Trahan, Jeff Duncan, Noel.com, and Fox 8 is one of his guests. Former Tulane star and former uh, Cincinnati Bengals star Rodney Holman uh, will also be on the on the uh, show with Ken tonight. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. All right, uh, special thanks to uh, Rudy back at studio. I want to thank our guests, Alec Cassell of the Bird Rights, and also Larry Holder of The Athletic. Also want to thank you for listening to the program. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it, whether you're listening over the airways at 106.1 on one of the apps out there, or again, maybe listening on, um, on our podcast. Thank you so much for checking out our show. And thank you for supporting the sponsor sponsor our program. We very much appreciate your support of our sponsors. And, of course, we, we appreciate the, our sponsor support of our program. To find out more about the great sponsor sponsor our show, go to ericasher.com. It's a slideshow show of the sponsor sponsor our program. And, of course, click on the icon take you right to their sponsor, uh, the sponsor's website. Everything you need to know right there for you at ericasher.com. It's been a blast, New Orleans. Thanks so much for tuning in. Got some really good news, obviously, with Saints naming the next head coach. 
Uh, Pelicans doing well. We'll talk more about that and all and other things tomorrow starting at 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog cat to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go. Better know that right.